Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build the brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of The Illum Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients, and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you? Friends, welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we are talking about the power of storytelling in your marketing with the absolutely amazing <laughs> Akua Kanedu. And I'm really excited to get to have this conversation with her because I have known Akua for a few years now. We actually connected at the Imperfect Boss Camp in, I think it was 2019. Mm-hmm. And that was such an incredible experience and a really fantastic opportunity for us to um, really just have our paths cross. But it's been really cool for me ever since then, just seeing how her business has grown and how her expertise in the online business community has continued to evolve. And so her area where she focuses on storytelling strategy, that is just pure fire in my opinion, because uh, you and I understand that as online business owners, the way that we show up, the way that we move through the online space, the way that we show up on social media and how we're carrying our stories and how we're communicating with our audiences that makes all the difference and there's so much potential there. So Akua is a storytelling strategist and she's also a social media educator and a podcast host. So definitely go check out her podcast, which I'll link to in the show notes. But she really specializes on empowering and equipping entrepreneurs with personalized storytelling strategies that seamlessly integrate with their brand and help them elevate the message they were always meant to share. So today's conversation I'm excited to be able to to share it with y'all. So with that being said, Akua, welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast. I'm so grateful to chat with you today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. And that intro was fired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, like when we're talking about such an incredible topic like this, and when I get to chat with you who like, you are just such an expert in this area, I already know it's going to be great because, well, I mean, it's you. Come on. (laughs) Thanks for gassing me up, girl. (laughs) Yes, any day. (laughs) Well, I already have had the pleasure of getting to know you a little bit, but I want to invite those who are tuning in today to get to know you a little bit more. So if you're up for it, would you be comfortable sharing a little bit more about who you are and this business that you've built? Yeah, for sure. No. So as Bonnie stated, I'm Akua um, and I kind of fell into marketing and storytelling strategy through pageantry. So Uh, A few years ago, back in like 2015, I was in college. I was trying to figure out what to do with my life with this degree that I knew I was not going to utilize. But I, in the midst of all of that, I actually decided to start competing in pageants just through a letter that I had gotten in the mail to compete in Miss Minnesota USA. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to give it a shot here and let's see how that goes. And so when I competed for that, I had the most fun, did not win or anything like that, but I had such a great time and learned so much about branding yourself, storytelling, you know, because just with pageantry, you have, there's so much you have to prepare for, like how to speak well, again, how to share your story in a really short amount of time, how to make an impact in a short amount of time, 
um, and having that stage presence. So it was through that. And then I competed through another pageant system. And then I was crowned Miss Minnesota International 2015. So it was throughout that year, again, where I just completely was able to really hone in on branding, storytelling, marketing, because you're really selling yourself. And it was through that whole process of me sharing my own personal story and my platform, which is domestic violence, which aims to end uh, domestic violence and sexual assault against women and children. And so it was through me sharing my own personal story through that is that how quickly I had realized just how impactful storytelling was. People from all walks of life would be coming up to me. It didn't matter race, ethnicity, age, you know, gender they would say that they were able to relate to my story in some capacity. Like, honestly, like people I would probably, if I saw walking down the street, I would never talk to, you know, you know just mm-hmm. people that you just naturally wouldn't think that you would cross paths with. I was crossing paths with people. And so it just really gave me that uh, perspective of just like, wow, like how impactful and life-changing things can be if we all just really sit down and just share share like pieces of who we are. And so that's kind of what has really helped me build my business now. And so I first started out as Instagram strategy, Instagram strategist, and I liked it, but I got burned out with it very quick. Like I just did not like doing like Instagram audits and all of those things, because what I I had started to notice was, is that, yeah, people understood the strategy, but if you don't have the communication aspect, if you're not sure how to really talk about who you are and what you sell and what it is that you do, all of that work goes out the window, right? Like when you are trying to build out this strategy. So, and also too, like I said, I kind of found myself um, kind of doing what everybody else was doing in regards to, you know, there's so many marketing experts out there and you get caught up in that comparison trap. You get caught up of like, am I good enough? Can I do this? And so I kind of just like took a break and uh, was like, this is not what I want to do. And I need to really do something that of course is going to be very impactful, but it's also aligned with me. Like, is this something that I'm going to enjoy doing? And so I was just like, I don't know why I just don't lean more into the storytelling piece. Like I was already doing storytelling with Instagram strategy, but it wasn't like my whole business. Mm -hmm. And so I decided it was like in 2020 and I just launched my new brand earlier this year, but yeah, last year in 2021, I decided to just re brand into a storytelling strategist. I have made a new service that I absolutely love. And it's actually seeing results and impacting people in such a positive way. And it, and I love it. I now like truly, truly love what I do. Um, so that's a little bit about me with that whole long tangent there, but that's, that's kind of where I'm at today. (laughs) Mm, I love that though. And like we met when you were in your Instagram strategy days and that was, that was like your focus and that's where you were taking your business. And like what I've really thought was just so incredible about that is how you looked at what you were already doing and you like honed in on this very specific aspect of it that captured your passion that utilized all of this experience that you've gleaned from just the years of not only going through like kind of the pageant circuit, but also just your own personal experience of sharing who you are and, you know, creating kind of that personal brand for yourself. And I think that that's a really like fascinating and kind of like powerful thought to kind of hold is that when you're feeling the calling to do something different, you don't necessarily have to like burn everything that you've built to the ground. It might just be as simple as like looking at what you already do and asking yourself like, hey, what what about this actually excites me? Or what about this actually that I'm already doing, you know, like captures my passion and makes me feel like alive when I'm doing it. And it sounds like that's really what you did. 
Oh yeah. 110%. And I think it just reminds us as business owners that like our journey again is just not linear. I think our, like we change, like we, as people, we change, we evolve. We're not the same person that we were a year ago, two years ago, even the same person that we were yesterday. We're not the same. And so, you know, you have to be okay with that. And then, and if things change and you want to go a different route, that's more than okay. I think sometimes Mm -hmm. we forget that as, as people in general, but you know, that's a whole different conversation. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm here for it because honestly, like earlier this year, I decided to like publicly come out as not only having a chronic illness, but also being a queer person. And that's something that, and you know, like looking at my marriage and looking at the fact that I'm married to a heterosexual cisgender man, Mm -hmm. it looks like I am this heterosexual woman and I'm actually not, I'm bisexual. And so like, what's been really cool about that, what's been really empowering for me is like owning that part of like, yeah, like I can, you know, sit here and encourage people like, Hey, you know, give yourself the space to grow, give yourself the space to step into all of who you are in your business. But like, as we, as we live our lives and we learn more about who we are and we learn more about how we want to show up and what parts of ourselves we want to share with the world, I think that that's just like the most exciting and invigorating kind of thought for me is like we get to then reflect that in the work that we do or the brands that we're building or the stories that we're sharing through our messaging. So all that to say, I can just like 100% relate to, to you know, what, what you're sharing there. Oh yeah, for sure. Like 1000% to everything that you just said, because I think we are as human beings, we're multifaceted. And I think sometimes even with storytelling, people are just like, well, and of course, like if it's something that is so personal to you, you don't share it, right? Like not everybody needs to hear all the aspects of your business, like of your personal life, whatever you're comfortable with. However, but like people buy from people, like people really want to be able to know and see like the person behind the brand and get to, and like, does this person align with my values? Mm -hmm. Um, How does this person show up? Like, is this person going to be a safe space for me to be able to help me solve my problem? Like all those things do matter and you have to show who you are in order to be, to do that. Right. And so um, yes, to everything that you just said. Right. Right. And I think like you make a good point there is there's, Right. Like I know at least for my journey, there's that level of comfort of like, what am I comfortable? What do I feel safe sharing with the world? Because, you know, I'm taking, I'm taking who I am and I'm putting it out there on the internet and I'm not going to be for everybody. Like not everybody's going to like me or even appreciate or respect me. And so knowing that, like, it's important to decide what your personal level of comfort looks like. And I'm kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself here, but With this concept of storytelling, Mm -hmm. you know, we think that in our messaging as business owners, there's that personal component. Like we decide, okay, I have a story to tell. How do I want to weave that into my marketing? But at first, do we need to figure out like what parts of our story we should share or we want to share? Like as a strategist in this niche, have you seen kind of a way that you help your clients figure out like what aspects of their story they should share or they might want to share or would be applicable to their mission? Oh yeah. 110%. You know, I think, um, within my storytelling intensive, for example, like I just did an intensive earlier this week and you know, what we do is like, we have a storytelling library. And so you are literally putting together these stories that I ask you to put together and we go back and reflect on it. And not only are we pulling out content ideas, but you start to really kind of see like what, 
when you're going back and hearing your story as we're reflecting on it together, what emotions is that bringing up in you? Mm. Is it something that like you feel comfortable about, you feel good about, or if it's something that like, if it feels negative, let's lean into that. And if we can talk about it, and then if it comes to the space where like, I, I don't see any value in sharing this, then we don't share it. You know, I think with storytelling, you are in control. And I think just with our own messaging and marketing, like you are in control. And that's what I love about storytelling is like you are free to be who you are, to do whatever you want to do, whatever is best for you and still be able to connect with your audience. You don't have to choose either or. And so a lot of the times too, like we really discuss what those boundaries are for you of what you want to highlight. Like some people don't want to talk about their spouse, but they want to talk about their family unit as a whole. We can absolutely do that. You know what I mean? Somebody wants to talk about motherhood, but they want to obviously protect the privacy of their child. Totally can do that too. Like it's whatever it is that works best for you because no matter what your voice is needed in the world. So we're going to sit there and go through your stories as you put them together. And let's really work through that and sift through that. And then once we have like, right, these are the boundaries that we're going to respect. Now let's really take what we have now and really craft it into an impactful message as you're creating your social media content. Um, not even just social media, like if it's email marketing, I definitely don't do website, like copywriting is a whole different beast. But, <laughs> but if it's like email marketing or like social media content for like communication channels, you know what I mean? Like then we can really start honing in on the type of content that we want to share, if that makes, yeah, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, that makes total sense. And I, I love that you're like, you're focusing on giving people the freedom to share and to, to share what they want to share, but also to create those boundaries that help them maintain privacy when they want to, or be more vulnerable and be more open when that serves them. And I just, I really love that that is a kind of a framework that you focus on sharing with people because where I see some people getting stuck, especially people who are maybe more private by nature or they're introverted, is like we hear this concept of storytelling as a marketing concept and we think that we need to like air all our dirty laundry on the internet or we need to be like like so vulnerable that we get like those vulnerability hangovers the next day. But like that's not what this is, right? This is like, this is defining pillars of your story that you are sharing to connect with your audience and show them how your, your journey uniquely equips you to help them, right? Yes, 110%. And I think this is something I definitely want to talk about too within the creative industry, because, you know, you have some big heavy hitters, you know, they have built their business on being like an open book, which there is nothing wrong with that. Okay. So yeah. kudos to them. That's fine. And there are people who haven't like, there's no wrong way to do this. Again, you just have to really like see what your, your limits are and what your parameters are, because we also still too like want to be healthy for your mental health and this, and that, because there's just certain parts of your story that not everybody deserves to hear. You know what I mean? And, and that's mm -hmm. up to you. Like, or if you do feel like I want to share all of this, I'm going to share all of this again. So like there's, I think everybody can find that balance. That balance is very, very possible for everybody. Mm, absolutely. And, um, you know, just to kind of like put it and, and share it in, in a, a real life example with my own experience, I chose to come out earlier this year because I kind of had reached this point where I was feeling like limited by the brand persona that I created up until that point. Like I was feeling like I wasn't able to show up 
in the online space as all of who I was because I was like keeping some really important information private. And that's unique to me. You know, I think that for me, that was like a really powerful, almost like indicator that this doesn't feel aligned for me anymore. And so my brand needs to evolve to reflect my growth. But like that was something that for for years I kept that information private because it was it was something that I wasn't comfortable sharing. And so I think it's important to just remember that like as humans, we are constantly growing. And what you might choose to keep private and kind of it's a precious thing that you're keeping closer to your chest in this season that's okay. And that's absolutely your prerogative. You may get to a point one day where you want to share it with people. You can see how it might help people or paint this picture of possibility for others. Or it honestly might always be something that you just keep as a private thing. And I think that what I want to really share there is that there's no right or wrong way to do it, which Akua, that's exactly what you've been saying. It's just a matter of figuring out and really looking and identifying what works for you. Yes, exactly. Which I feel like that's how we should be doing business and marketing. You know what I mean? So many aspects of like, we see like what other people are doing. They're like, okay, do these things X, Y, Z, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But however, it's like no business is one size fits all. And same thing with storytelling, you know, so Mm -hmm. you have to really figure out what works best for you. So like, what is it about storytelling that you have seen with your own business or with your clients' businesses? Like what, what is it about using storytelling in your marketing that is so impactful and that is really worth pursuing? Yeah. I think one thing I will say, like everybody is pressed this year with Instagram. I mean, you know, people are over it. (laughs) People are, people are very frustrated right now with a lot of uh, social media channels. And I think um, for me, I'm never sweating it because to be honest, you know, social media is always going to evolve. And, but the only thing that has consistently stayed the same throughout all of these changes is storytelling. Like that piece is always Mm -hmm. stayed consistent of like, what's going to help you stand out? What's going to help you make original content? What's going to make you be able to help you sell your offers? Like storytelling. I mean, and I'm just saying that is a small piece of marketing as a whole, but it is a powerful piece if you can do it and do it well. Um, To what, to where like, there are times like, I literally have had people who have reached out to me who are like, I want to work with you just by going back and reading some of my Instagram posts. And I, and like, I still shared value of course, but a lot of it was because like the stories that I had shared and my values and they were like the way that you show up, the way that you view marketing and all of those things like that aligns with me. So I want to work with you. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, it just, it just makes it a lot easier. So even with my intensive, as we are creating these content ideas, we were already able to highlight. I was like, this is going to be a selling post that you're making just based on the story here that you're sharing, right? Like, it's just, it just, like I said, you just, you feel freer. You feel like this feels good to me to show up this way. And then of course we still are keeping your target audience at center, but it really, it just makes it a lot easier. I think that's just like the main, the biggest piece because a lot of us don't like to sell. I don't like to just come out full blown and sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> You know, a lot of us are still afraid of that. And I am one of them, right? Like, but it, storytelling has really kind of taken that weight off for me a little bit where I'm able to just kind of just share the story of, of how impactful my services are and the value that it really provides. Mm-hmm. And people are more receptive to that, I would say. Well, yeah. I, and I can completely understand why they would be because when I think about some of the the big investments that I've made in, in my business or even just like in my personal life, I think that 
the the investments that have been the easiest for me to make, the ones where I have been like, here's my credit card, just just take my money kind of thing, mm-hmm. have been with with brands, with people where I felt connected to their story. And I could look at what they did and I could see how, you know, let's say it's like a, a coach that I hired um, last year, actually. She, her storytelling looked like, telling about how she, you know, like went from broke to building a seven-figure business Mm -hmm. using this this signature framework that she created and knowing how she went from, you know, like being a person who struggled with having like poor credit to now being this incredibly independently wealthy woman who is paving the way for other women in in the business space. I just, I was like, yes, like I absolutely want to learn from you because I see you out there. Like you're teaching other people based on what you've done for yourself. And you're not shy about that. You're, you're, you're proud of what transformation you've created for yourself. But I wouldn't know that transformation if she didn't share that story. Like if she, you know, just like, showed up on Instagram and, you know, was just talking about how like, yeah, she's built this seven figure business and it's been great. Well, yeah, that's good for you. Like I'm, I'm happy for you, but there's not that emotional piece of knowing how she went from kind of this struggle to this growth and now this like incredible place and her life and her business. And so yeah, storytelling, like it's it's kind of magnetic in that way. It really is. And I love how you just pointed out the emotional piece because there's this quote from Maya Angelou and I am going to butcher it because I don't remember exactly it word for word. But um, you know how like you always like, you'll never remember the words that somebody says, but you'll always remember how they made you feel. Mm-hmm. That is heavily storytelling, right? Like mm-hmm. it is the emotional piece. Like I have heard so many stories and I'm like, I can't remember exactly what they said fully, you know, I'm telling the story in my own words, but I can for damn sure tell you how like they made me feel, what emotions nice. that brought up in me at the time, like what I was experiencing. And so that is a huge, huge piece of storytelling is that you really have to be in tune with the emotions that you want people to experience when they hear your story. But not only that, you also have to be in tune with the emotions that they are experiencing currently from their problem not being solved. And a lot of my clients get so flippant annoyed with me because I even get annoyed with myself. But a lot of times in my intensive, we do a whole target audience analysis. I do not care how long you have been in business. Like it could be 10 years or three years or a year, whatever. But a lot of people are always like, yeah, of course I know who my target audience is. And that is great. But with storytelling, you need to really intimately know them. Like I'm always like, we're going deeper. We're going deeper. We're going deeper. And it's still no matter like, how seasoned you are in business, people have still been able to go back and look through that targeted audience analysis and be able to learn something new about their persona, like that person that they want to speak to and even shift of how they want to communicate with them to that. Because you really need to be able to be down to the language that they're using and using that in your story to be able to to connect with them and, and really pull out those emotions that you're wanting them to be experienced. And the only way that you can also do that is being aware of what they're experiencing like what emotions they're experiencing from their problems not being solved. So mm-hmm. emotions are a huge, a huge piece of piece and really tapping into like empathy, which is so important for storytelling. Ooh, I love how you just labeled that as empathy mm-hmm. because I think that where we've seen it done poorly in the online business space and where 
I know a lot of folks have been burned is when we see people use that emotional component in a manipulative way where brands use that to kind of prey on people and – you know, where where they're currently struggling in order to basically kind of coerce them to spending their hard-earned dollars mm-hmm. on a solution that may or may not be useful. So I think that approaching it, if if those who are tuning in today can like, maybe you've had an experience like that, or you can think of a brand that has marketed like that, it's not a good feeling. And so thinking about it instead of in your own business, you're using this to be empathetic and to help your ideal client feel seen and heard and valued. Yes. You're not doing this to like twist somebody's arm into hiring you, right? Yes, exactly. And people need to be able to see themselves in your story. They need to be able to be like experiencing things. Like you even mentioned about the coach that you worked with of like building that business, like, you know, building this this large scale business you saw yourself in that. You saw yourself as somebody, as she was, like as somebody who's just starting out in their business on their journey or wherever your business journey is, you definitely saw like the matchup there and her, and you saw yourself in her own story. That's what attracted you to even want to know more about her and then eventually invest. And so again, it's really tapping into that empathy piece. Like you're putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. So when you are crafting your own story, you people need to be able to see themselves in it. So how are you going to be able to like put them in your shoes and walk alongside them to kind of guide them to where it is that they need to go to be able to get that transformation that they're looking for? Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So when people are thinking about approaching storytelling for their own marketing and they're thinking about how to employ that empathetic piece, they're thinking about who their ideal clients are, their ideal audience is, so they can really serve them well. Are there any other like additional kind of steps or maybe things to be aware of that can help people who are getting started with that storytelling journey? Oh yeah, 110%. There are like three questions I always like to ask myself because like within my intensive piece, right? I have three core stories that business owners should be sharing on a regular basis. So there's our, those are their stories. But then also too, with like everyday everyday life, right? In our, in our own business journey, like where we're currently at, what we're doing, you, I always ask myself these questions of why do I want to share this story, right? Like if you're wanting to share it for, you know, your own selfish reason, probably not the best story to share, right? Really pay attention to your emotions of what you're experiencing. So why do you want to share this story, right? Think about that. Um, also ask yourself what value is this going to provide my audience? So think about, again, why do you want to share it? Like, what's the purpose of this story? What value is that going to provide your audience? And then also ask yourself, what is it that you want them to do after they've heard your story? So really just think of those three things and that will really start to help you hone in on, right? Because we all have so many stories. There's stories around us and it can really make us feel overwhelmed. But just asking yourself those three daily questions as you're really trying to think like, ooh, is this a story? Really sit there and ask yourself those three questions to really work through to be like, okay, is this a valuable story for me to share? Is this going to be impactful? And then also to obviously just making note of what emotions do I want them to experience and how do I want them to feel after their problem has been solved? 
um, because people will, you, you capture people's attention from their external being, uh, problems being solved, but it's the internal problems that make people buy. So external problems are like, for example, you know, like your car broke down or whatever, that's an external issue, right? Like you're actually, that's a tangible barrier that's preventing you from getting to point A to point B. Mm -hmm. So due to the fact that your car is broken down, this external problem internally, how is that making you feel? Well, maybe it feels like you're not good enough because somebody was relying on you for something for an errand today that you now can't get done. Um, you know, maybe you feel just now overwhelmed because again, your to-do list is piling up and now you can't drive. Like really think about how this is affecting their life as a whole when you're really thinking about the problems that you're trying to solve and then start weaving that into the story. Um, so those are some some simple steps that I would really suggest with people of like being able to to figure out how to figure out what stories to share. But not only that though, even when just write, just also too, I love to write, I love to journal. And I totally understand that that's not for everybody, but sometimes I just write my story. I literally just sit down and write about what is happening around me, how I'm feeling about things. And that just starts to highlight content ideas for me. Um, even sometimes when I'm not in the mood, I'm like, I will just write something really quick and I'm like, I can table it for later. And I end up coming back to it. And I'm like, all right, I, I wanna talk about this more. So let's talk about it because it really, and I, that's what I love about storytelling too, because it really helps you become a lot better in thought leadership content, which I think we need more of that in the creative industry, more thought leadership, like going against the grain, not the typical things that we usually see, because it, again, it, it helps you stand out and be more original to where you can really share your true thoughts on things that maybe that I think can really spark some really good conversation. Mm, absolutely. And I, I love that like, what you're doing essentially is you're, as you journal, as you write down those thoughts, you're kind of creating this like bank of ideas to revisit yes. in, in future seasons. And I think that's, that's so wise because like, I don't know if you're anything like me, like I always saw myself like, oh yeah, I'll remember that thought for later. But if I don't like put it down somewhere, if I don't like type it out or write it down, like, yeah. no, it's actually not going to be something I can recall. And so like creating these opportunities for yourself to to treat this as what it is. This is this piece of your messaging that's a, a, a piece of your bigger overall marketing strategy that is evolving. And, you know, I think Akua, you actually said this earlier, like it's it's something where it's we're all we're all kind of normalizing and we're all kind of experiencing this constant evolution and this constant growth. So our stories would be would be no different. Oh yeah, 110%. And I think too, even as like and I like to call them storytelling libraries. So like you just make your library, like just journal of like what's happening around you. What are you seeing? What are you experiencing? And if, if it's starting to pull something emotional in you where you're like, okay, I think we need to talk about this. Like, I really want to be able to get people's perspective and us have this conversation, or I really want to be able to make an impact with this. Or even if it's something too that you're having a hard time to be like, okay, this is a hard time. Um, maybe I'm not ready to share this right now, but maybe later on I'll be in a good, better place to share this so that it hopefully helps somebody else. Like, right. There's so many different reasons as to why we share, share our stories. And, and so just want to encourage people with that. Like, again, there's no wrong way to do it. I think starting is better than not starting, right? Like just try it out because the thing is a lot of people say, well, I'm not a natural storyteller. Neither am I. I had to learn. I literally had to learn through pageantry and now I can just, I do it when it like, I just say what I say, what feels good. Right. <laughs> and so, mm, yeah. um, but it all, but I'm still crafting and still changing and still evolving even too with storytelling. And, and I'm still trying to find more ways to, uh, to, 
more find more innovative ways to share our story because again like everything's constantly evolving and so but the core foundation of it though always stays the same because we like i said our brains can recall something up to 22 times more when it's weaved into a story so if you have a product mm -hmm. or service and like i said we're all in like really saturated markets people are going to be able to remember you more and what you do because the fact that you weave it into a story more than just like, if you just were like, okay, well, here's this product and it does X, Y, Z. Okay. But why does it do that? What problem is it solving? Like, you know what I mean? Really think deeply about those things. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'll say I've been, I've had this business for 10, it'll be 11 years in, in January. And my storytelling skills are still improving. They're still growing. Like this is something that it's just kind of this like, as long as you choose to be in this game, this is something that you're going to keep working at. And that's oh, yeah. okay. Like it's not it's not something that you ever want to become complacent with where it gets stagnant or it's just more and more of the same for you. And then you get bored sharing it with people. Like it's, it's really, you know, kind of dynamic to be able to say like, I'm, I'm choosing to continue to refine my skills as a storyteller. And I'm choosing to continue to refine the story that I'm sharing as I have more information, more lessons, more value to share with people as my business grows and as I grow. And I just personally love that opportunity. Exactly. Like 110%. So I definitely want to like call people up to the stage if you're like, all right, I don't know how to get started. I just want to encourage you, like I said, just just start writing and doesn't have to write like either or if you're not a writer, like record, like just record your voice of what you're ha what's happening around you right now in like your business journey or like your family or you know, we all have stories, we all have experiences that we're walking through. And that is truly what changes things is when other people are able to hear it. That's how you change perspectives. That's how you change people's lives. And you have to really view it as like your business is changing a life. It really is. And so, you know, don't be afraid to share what you're going, that messy middle. I think, you know, I think that's a lot of people are afraid to share the messy middle, which I have learned have really given me like, the biggest impact ever. Like anytime I share like what's really happening right now. Um, and even when I'm honest about like, Hey, I don't have it all figured out even as a business owner, but this is what I'm going through. It mm -hmm. just sparks conversation with everybody and everybody's talking and it's, and then people are resharing the content and this and that, right? Like it just, it's so powerful and just start writing, start really asking yourself, why do you want to share this story? What values is providing? What emotions do you want people to experience? And what do you want them to do afterward? I think that's the most also really, really like important piece, what you want them to do afterward. Um, mm -hmm. Whether that's, you know, head to your website or sign up for a webinar or whatever that is. But yeah, once you have them in such an emotional place, I feel like that sounds awful saying this, this way, but they're more inclined to hit buy. So um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's like that that validation piece where it's like when they are having an emotional response and not and again not manipulating just like inspiring that that response of feeling of seeing your story you know shared back to you or hearing your struggles validated or you know feeling your your own like unique perspective being respected or understood in, in a new way or maybe for the first time, like that's really powerful. And when we do that, like when we share how our work can help validate people, can help show them what's possible, can help like, you know, kind of create this, this opportunity 
for them. That's where, yes, we're selling our services or we're pointing them towards our products, but we're doing it from this place of service because we're confident that we know what we know, what we do, what we offer is going to help get them from maybe that, you know, that like struggle point that we were talking about to where they're wanting to go, where that's that's in the past. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. that example that you shared, Akua, of like the car broke down. The car is, you know, the car's out of the shop. It's running perfectly. Like we've got reliable transportation again. And life yeah. is great because that's not a stress on the to-do list anymore. Like, you know, that's that's kind of what we're wanting to do through our services with people. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Yep, exactly. 110%. And that's just what makes storytelling like so beautiful and why I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can tell like just your, your ideas, your insight, you're just like absolute like fire strategy is just like flowing through the conversation today. (laughs) And I honestly could keep chatting with you like all day about this, but I always like to kind of wrap up conversations with one final question. And I would love to know, like as kind of a final piece of advice or encouragement for those who are tuning in today, what would you like them to remember about owning their story within their marketing? Yeah, I think, I think I said it earlier, but I just want to say it again, is that your voice is needed in this world. And I think um, we sometimes forget that because we are afraid. We are afraid of being judged. We are afraid that people are not going, we're afraid for people to see us fully for who we are. And it is a risk, but it's also one of the most beautiful and powerful empowering things. The fact that I get to have a business where I can be myself and I don't have to hide who I am and I get to help people do that too. And then they also, uh, you know, get to grow their business in a way that feels so good to them. And as they're also making change in their own business, like it's just, it's truly amazing. And so if you feel like you don't have a short story to share, or like your story is too much, or if you feel like, well, I haven't had all of these crazy things happen to me. So I don't have a story, you know, your voice is needed no matter what, no matter where your journey is. And so I want to encourage you to just take the first step and really highlight and reflect on your own journey, your business journey, your personal journey as to how far you have come, because there's a reason why you are the way that you are. There's a reason why you have the business that you have. There's a reason why you view the world the way that you do. And it is because the experiences that you walked through and there's somebody else who needs to hear that. There's somebody else who is maybe struggling to get up out of bed. There is somebody else who is crying and is upset and frustrated because they don't know how to solve, you know, they're, they're, they're not making money in their business. There is somebody out there as a mom or a family member who is struggling to support um, the people close to them in their lives. There's always somebody out there who is struggling and you can help somebody with that. And I think when you view it that way, you're just like, kind of like, holy shit, like there's somebody out there that I can help. And there's somebody out there who needs me and I'm going to do my best to show up and, and, and serve. So that's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. And I appreciate you sharing that so much. I think that that is such a game-changing reminder to keep at top of mind. And I am really grateful that folks are getting to to absorb that and to yeah. hopefully, if that resonates, to take that in today. Yes. But 
As we are wrapping up our conversation today, I know that people are going to want to connect with you online and learn more about your work, about maybe working with you through one of your intensives, or at least just following you along wherever you are so they can connect with you in that way. So where can people go to find you? Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm on Instagram at, at Akua Kanadu underscore. And then I also, and if you want to learn more about the intensive, definitely don't be afraid to send me an email, but I do have a form that I have people fill out because I want to make sure that you're in a specific space. Um, because again, it's a place where we get vulnerable, we get real, but also to be helping you grow um, as a person, but not only that, but also a business owner as we're helping you create that content of how you want to show up. So if you're interested in learning about the intensive, don't be afraid to head to my website, www.akuakanadi.com and fill out the intensive sheet. Or if you have additional questions, don't be afraid to shoot me an email. And also to check out my podcast, Here's the Tea with Akua. It is a storytelling podcast where you are hearing the stories of everyday people like you and me, where we are talking about all types of different um, topics from race, relationships, just how we truly navigate this world, which that has become a passion project of mine. And so, um, which has been so life-giving and so much fun. So definitely want to encourage you to check that out and, and um, yeah, just come hang out with me on Instagram. So yeah. I love it. And of course, we're going to have all of those links at um, brandstrategypodcast.com. If you click over on the latest episode link and head on over to today's episode, then you're going to see not only like a recap of our biggest talking points and a transcript of the conversation, but also those social and website links where you can connect with Akua. And there's also this really cool free resource that she's sharing with us. It's this like fun quiz that she's created to help you figure out what kind of storytelling approach resonates with who you are, right? Yes. Oh my God. I forgot my quiz. Thanks, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. (laughs) Yes, y'all. I have my storytelling quiz, which is so fun. I love it because people have DM'd me just so excited about what their personality is, which then I'm like, when, if I know I'm like, oh, I could totally see that, which yeah, you get to learn your storytelling personality. And then I send you tips based on your personality and how to better share your story and, and exercises that you can do. So definitely check it out, please. Absolutely. That sounds so cool. I appreciate you sharing that with us. And of course, that link is going to be over in today's show notes. So for sure, go over there, check it out and learn all about what your storytelling personality is. Because I think that is just like, yeah, that's so cool. Um, Akua, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This has been such a great conversation. I know that you know, kind of the concept of storytelling, it can feel, well, it is vulnerable. So it can feel heavy. It can feel intimidating. It can feel a little uncomfortable if you're not quite used to putting yourself out there in that way. And you, just your approach makes it seem so more accessible, so much more joyful, so much more packed with possibility. And so I'm just really grateful that we got to have this conversation today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed this and I hope if you're listening, that this changes your view on storytelling, because I love what you just said, Bonnie, like it is accessible and it can be a joyful process. So yes, I I love that. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. For those who've been tuning in today, thanks for being a part of this community. Thanks for listening. I hope that you're walking away with some thoughts, some ideas, some action steps that are going to serve you well as you focus on implementing the power of storytelling into your own marketing approach. Uh, As always, I am grateful that we get to share these kinds of stories and these kinds of experiences and this kind of knowledge in this way. So 
if you know of someone else, like maybe your biz bestie or uh, an industry friend who could benefit from this episode, please feel free to share the link with them. And until next time, I'm going to be cheering y'all on from Waco. Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.